What's in the queue? 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 Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can't do it again. No, we can do it again. Take two. This is take two. This is take 27. Don't lie to them. Okay. <laughs> This is take two of trying to remember all the things that we just got done talking about, but you couldn't hear because it sounded like I was in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. It's that take yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we talked about things and we laughed about things and... We caught up about things. And we're in a basement. We're not in a closet. We are in a basement, which is a new... This is a very new setting for us. I really, really love it. Do you like it? Especially okay. if we can be two ball in, not one ball in. Some, but this I, is still better. I will figure out how to have two inputs. Anyone? I don't know how to do it yet. Do you? Anyone? I'll figure it out. Okay, thanks. I'll Steven this. <sighs> Steven. We really need <sighs> hey. you. Hey. How you been? Peachy. Yeah? How about you? Uh, almost got blown over today trying to take, take the dog out for a W-A-L-K. Yes. I don't know if he's nearby. I can't say the word or else he'll freak out. <laughs> um... <laughs> So instead of going for a W-A-L-K, we walked to the end of the driveway. He peed all of his pee out, and then we turned right around and came back inside. <laughs> That's perfect. That's about all we did. Yes. Um, I kept checking to make sure our trampoline was still there. Oh. Um, we're good. So far, so good? Uh, my cousin said she got herself a new trampoline. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, free of charge. <laughs> Um, Thanks, Mother yeah. Nature. She didn't have to set it up or anything. So, it's great. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I I tried to come over. And then you <laughs> almost to, died. Tried to come over. Uh, yeah, I made it three houses, and I had to turn around. Yeah, yeah. my butt was about to go in a ditch. Yeah, that's undesirable. Please don't do that. No, no. Uh, and then I enjoyed some Kentucky time with my kids. Heck, yeah. Um. I mean, we had a blasty blast. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So now I'm here with you, which is the best. Which is my favorite. It is my favorite. Yay, yay, yay. Makes me want... I think we talked about this, like, probably, like, our second episode where we were like, I want to have, like, five different podcasts together. Yeah. About all different kinds of weird every, things. About everything that we love. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Or... I will continue to subtly change this podcast into a paranormal podcast. Excellent. I'm 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 in. <laughs> uh, I will say we're going to need more lights on down here if we're going to turn this into a paranormal podcast because that is I fair. That is fair because there's definitely a door over there yeah. behind my right shoulder. Yep. Um, I don't like it. You can yeah, like you it's can not see a finished, that it's dark. It's not a finished basement. This is the best unfinished basement it's the it's most finished yeah unfinished basement ever yes and i, I mean, love it it's got a good vibe a yeah surprisingly good vibe for being an indiana basement well yeah it's a Muslim. yeah but basements my basement is definitely creepier than this basement that's okay okay so we'll just keep your basement over there yes and this basement over here <laughs> correct and that's where my laundry is oh fun no. i don't do the laundry very much that's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> safety reasons um this is what's in the queue with Krishana and emily that is us not in a closet nope. in indiana we are in a basement yes and it's fun it's not bad no i re- I, re- I i really like sitting on furniture 
Right? Yeah. I, I mean, did. even though I am on the edge, sideways, one cheek off. Right. But it's for you guys to listen to my beautiful voice. I feel like you could put the other cheek on and be okay. I feel like it'll make me go away more. Here, let's try. <sighs> hey. <laughs> How you doing, girl? Yeah, just just lean into it. <laughs> lean into just it. Just real close. Break your tits on the mic. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then we wouldn't hear anything. <laughs> I could take uh... that thing home with me. Never notice. <laughs> we are going to talk about... The Last Shaman. Um, did I pick this one? Or I I picked this one, didn't I? Well, I sent it to you with a few options. That's right. And you chose it. That's right. Because this documentary talks about ayahuasca. Yup. And I have been curious about ayahuasca for years now. Now, having watched this documentary, I don't I don't want to do ayahuasca. No. 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 Nope. There is some drugs that I may or may not have partaken in as a youth. Sure. Young adult. And I have not. That now being an actual adult with responsibility and people that rely on me for life. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. No. I don't Um, have any desire. we'll, We'll get into like the methodology of ayahuasca consumption in a little bit. Um, yeah. Do you, do you want to read the, <clears throat> the sy- <clears throat> synopsis? <clears throat> in this 2016 doc, in a last-ditch effort to prevent suicide, a clinically depressed young man travels to the Amazon to engage in an ancient hallucinatory ritual. Did you just giggle saying hallucinatory? Hallucinatory. <laughs> I have a hard time with big words, you know. But you talk so pretty. <laughs> um, uh, the, no, this this documentary really, really surprised me. Yeah. Because I genuinely thought it was going to be a guy that was just like a little bummed out that wanted to go try some drugs. No. I did not realize how much of a personal journey this documentary yeah. was about. Yeah. Like, I was impressed by the end of this documentary. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not your typical documentary that most people would probably go to and watch and enjoy and talk about and put memes up. Oh, uh, yeah. Like no, some there, of our past no, talks. There's no memes about <laughs> about The Last Shaman. Not yet. No, not yet. We could create them. Um, yeah. Um, this, this dude has been through some things. Yes. And... A lot of people joke about depression or, you know, this or that. And when you see him and, you, and, and you're going through his experience, basically, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, and, and even in the beginning, I, for a fraction of a second, I was like, oh, this is just some frat boy. Right. Who's having a bad day. But it's not. No. He, he's, he, he is not. Like, he is very clinically depressed. Yes. Apparently, I didn't write down his last name. Uh, James? Freeman. Freeman. Okay, good. Because I was like, did I even write down his first name? Um, Funny, you should mention his last name because there are two doctors that are mentioned yeah. in this documentary. Uh, Dr. Sherry Haydock and Dr. Mason Wright Freeman. I think it was maybe three-fourths of the way through the documentary before I realized those are his parents. 
Right. I just thought they were the clinical professionals that had treated him in the past. No, no, no. that's his mom and his dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, James, he grew up in Boston, um, and he went to Andover University. Um, you know, he was probably your typical kid raised by two doctors. Yeah. Um, two, always. Two, like, psychologists. Yeah, like by the super way. docs. Like, like, nerd docs. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he felt a lot of that pressure, which I would imagine you would feel having two doctors for parents. Yeah. Um, but you know, at first, you know, he was that fun loving guy. He had a great girlfriend. They had a great relationship. And then he did well in school. Yeah. And all of a sudden he was like, this is, that's too much. Which, you know, from what I have learned about, yeah, I don't know if we ever actually got an actual diagnosis from him, but, like, from what I've learned about bipolar disorder mm-hmm. and from what I've learned about a lot of mental health disorders is that it is in your late teens, early 20s mm-hmm. that it can start to appear. Yeah. Um, so, he's gone through all of the traditional treatments. You know, your first... Traditional year. Western treatments. Yes. Traditional Western treatments. Yeah. You know, going to see a therapist... Taking group therapy, 10 million different kinds of antidepressants, um, all the way to the point where he got shock therapy treatment. Like, I we talked in, um, was it the possession of mm-hmm. Janet Moses? Mo, is it Mosley or Moses? Moses, Janet yeah. Moses. We talked in that documentary about, you know, maybe try both, like, maybe try your traditional yeah. spiritual practice. And also see a doctor. Well, James James covered the see a doctor list. Like, he took care of it. He tried everything yep. that was available to him in his home. Like, yeah. He did, his, he did his homework. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, he... I mean, there was, like, zero joy, zero positivity, zero light left in him. I mean, yeah. to the point where he had tried to kill himself. He knew how he was going to do it if you know, nothing else worked for him and he felt like he had the right to. And that moment, like, I really, I I understood that, Mm -hmm. you know, that you should have that right. And, like, getting what he's saying, not just, you know, life's a bummer, man. No, no, like, there was no light at the end end of his tunnel at that time. Like, and I, I'm so skittish to talk about suicide. Right. Because of some people that I know that, you know, their loved ones, yeah. you know, that followed through on yeah. their on their suicide. Yes. And, like, I don't, I, I don't want to belittle suicide. I don't want to say it's the coward's way out. Like, yeah. it, it, it is your brain swimming at the bottom of a well and mm-hmm. unable to look up and just being so tired. Yes. That you just stop. Yes. And I, I you know, I was one of those people that... A long time ago, I was like, oh, coward. So, you know, same. How, you, how could you do this to yeah. the ones you love? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, to, being yeah. a mature adult and have seen and heard and experienced real life. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I get that. And I get, I get the brain uh, robbing you of the fact that things could get better, that there's something that will make it better. Like, let's go for this day. Let's mm-hmm. go for that day. Or, or see let's, now let's go that, for this hour. Yeah. Let's go for the next hour. Let's go for the... Like, I understand now 
how exhausting. Yeah. Well, and be. just just understanding that sometimes your brain is an asshole. Yeah. And yeah. and you don't see things the same way. You exactly. can't because your brain. You yeah. Is wired crazy. It's not. I don't want to say cra- crazy. Not, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. It's it, something it's is happening. It's operating on a different level. Yeah. Exactly. To where you can't see that. Exactly. Um, and that really freaking sucks. So James, um, <laughs> he gives himself 10 months before he, he's like, I got 10 months or else I'm going to kill myself. Right. And then he runs away to South America. Right. Uh, and I'll say, I'll say this. At least he was like, you know what? I am going to go push past Western medicine. I'm going to try. I'm sure. going to see instead of going, well, none of you guys help me and I'm done. Right. Um, he, that, that shows that there is that little bit still there that he's like, I want, I want to be here. Yeah. Yes. And, and that is something that is so common. It is the common theme of this documentary is that no matter what happens, there is a small kernel of James that is still alive. Yes. And wants to remain that way. Oh, yes. Um, and he talks about. That, you know, he was very skeptical on religion and um, all that stuff, which I feel like if you've gotten to that point, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I totally agree that you would most likely be that way. Well, and also, let's not forget, raised by two doctors. Right. Like, I don't know what their spiritual practice is, but, you know, like, it's science or bust. Right. So he gets to Peru and immediately he, you know, all on the streets, it's like, oh, here, come try our ayahuasca. You know, we've cured AIDS. We've cured this. We've done that. We've done that. And it's just like I, sensory overload I as it shows no in the idea. film. I had no idea. I, I, what I knew about ayahuasca was it, it's a, it's a tea brewed from a vine in, from South America that, uh, you know, kind of unlocks your mind for a hallucinatory experience. Right. Right. Did not know there was a black market trade on it. Did not know that there was, like, a pop culture trade on it. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And I would be that dumb fuck tourist It's like, yeah, sure, I'll try okay. I'll drink out of your Gatorade bottle. And you just took, like, a whole big swig of, like... And die. <laughs> yeah, you would die. I would die. I would die. I would die. I can't drink a Mountain Dew without dying. I can't handle ayahuasca. <laughs> 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 nice. Um, yeah, I mean, he, even to the point where, you know, he's talking about another man. He says he saw Jesus and the Last Supper and, you know, basically, you know, he's the man now, so come see him. You know, it's all these heavier, quote, shamans right. out there saying, I can help you. Come. come Which, the deeper I get into some Instagram holes, the more I see that. Yeah. We have that here, too. Like, yeah. We have all these people that everything are like, yeah, no, uh, do this spell and it'll heal all your things. And oh yeah, give me all your money. Right, 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 right. right. What? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, should we talk about Guillermo? Yeah, Echo of the Universe yes. at the Anaconda Cosmica Healing Center, which is their website is anacondacosmica.net, which I meant to go check out and I did not go check out. So I want to see if that's still active. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Guillermo is. James describes him as the guy that everyone else is talking about. Yes. Uh, he's got big buzz in uh, Iquitos, Peru. Um, and so James goes to his healing center 
to to try ayahuasca. Yeah, which I've seen other uh, people, other videos and stories of people trying it out, and his place looks like every other place that I've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not you're not going to like um a rich you're not going uh, to recovery center. So, yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not going to do that. No. Um and so, you know, it, Guillermo talks about that he makes humans love. He makes them love. Yeah. Okay. Um so at this time James is still um weaning himself off of his medications. Which shout out to Guillermo for not letting him take ayahuasca right away. Right. Um so as he's weaning himself off, he he can't take it. So he's still sitting in with the other people that have come to take it and had the experience and the purge and all that stuff. Um so it shows them in one of those um what do you want to say? Uh it's a ritual. Yeah. Ritual ceremonies. They're all in a circle. Um, there's chanting. There's smoking. There's singing. Uh, it's all in the dark. I'm yeah. Assuming there's mosquitoes everywhere. Ugh. Um, although there's a lot of smoke from the Palo Santo, so maybe not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, and um, what ends up happening is uh, uh, another man there ends up dying. Right. Um Apparently, he was still on medicine, and he decided to take it anyways. But I feel like there's so many things intertwined with that. Um, just like any drug, any yeah. thing, you don't know how you're going to react to it. Just because all ten of your friends took it, and they're fine, yes. you could die. Exactly. And that's what happened. Um, and that, you know... Rightfully so, put a bad taste in his mouth. Well, yeah, it, it, James definitely freaks out a lot because the like the next day or the following day or whatever, like they're all they're, everybody else is just kind of sitting around in, in in a group chatting about it, and James is talking about like I smelled a dead guy, and I'm like, dude, yeah, that guy was like freshly dead. He didn't smell yeah. that bad yet. Yeah, calm down. I get it though. I mean, have you not it, smelled a dead body? I'm just saying, if you were in the middle of the jungle of Peru with okay. a bunch of people that you don't, that you know, don't know yeah. in the dark yeah. and the dude dies, you're going to freak out. You're going to say shit that, you know, okay, fine. you probably Fair wouldn't enough. say if you were just like, oh, Fair enough. Look. I'm just saying the freshly dead don't smell like that. It's fine. No. Unless he took a big deuce. Oh, that's true. Good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho. <laughs> on to the next shaman, as I wrote Woo-hoo. in my notes. Um, his parents, uh, the, the two doctors, they're, yes. they're, they're interspersed yes. throughout this documentary. And it's around this point in the documentary where they kind of piss me off. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about how, you know, James is just in some jungle somewhere and we don't know if he's fine. And I don't know if he's ever going to come back. And, you know, these guys aren't accredited. They're not certified. And I'm like, okay, calm down. Which, technically they're not wrong because there's a lot of people in that market that James talked to that are right. obviously not credited right. in any sort of fashion. Right. But and I, I got it to the point of like, yeah, if my kid yeah. who was already on Suicidal. the verge of killing themselves yeah. just was gone in the jungle and you can't check on them and you don't know, you're gonna freak yeah, out. I but know. on the other side, he tried all the clinical certified exactly. people. All the accredited stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it didn't help them. I know. They, they just frustrate. They, yeah. They just frustrate well, they're, me. They're doctors. Their brains can't handle normal I'm, things. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's filled with all the smart stuff. Let's talk about Gringo Ron. Yeah. Um, so Gringo Ron was another shaman in the Iquitos area. Mm-hmm. He runs to, um, a small, I would say a smaller clinic. Yes. Or a smaller healing center. Um, and he's a cockfighter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had a really good little blurb about how everyone down there selling ayahuasca is exploiting Right. This ritual. And he's like, I'm doing it too. I'm not any better than anyone else. Right. But at least I care about the people that I'm helping. Yeah. And he does. He does. He does. He does. I mean, he just kind of ups and disappears, though, which is interesting. I want to know more. Like, I wish... A camera yes. crew would have followed him for a hot minute. Just for, just to, like, to see his new place. Because where'd yeah. he go? Well, because, like, he was working with James to get James clean off of his medication. And, like, he got, he got James to purge everything. Yeah. Which, that's something I didn't realize. I, like, I knew that ayahuasca made you vomit and have diarrhea. But, like, I didn't realize how much cleansing you had to do with other herbs. Yeah. To get, just to get to the ayahuasca. Yeah. Which I think... Probably most people, especially from the states that are going to take it, they probably don't. Yeah. Um, which probably makes it worse. Probably, yeah. Like, that's number one why I don't want to do it. I don't want to be tripping my ass off yeah. while I'm vomiting and shitting everywhere in the dark. See, but I, no, think, thank you. I think with if you do it properly, I think you do all the purging yeah. before any hallucinate, hallucinatory beverages. And then, no, that's wrong. Because no. no, there's definitely a lot of scenes of James. Throwing yeah, out. yeah. There's so much. There's so much vomit in this. There's a lot there's of vomit. So vomit. God, um. Yeah. So he, you know, Ron and James, you know, they're they're working together. Um. And you know, like Emily said, she he's like purging out everything. You you see him throughout this documentary. He wasn't. A thin man to start with. Yeah, he's a skinny boy. Um, and he gets practically Damn. skeletal. I mean, yeah, very low body fat percentage. Yeah, by, by the end of it. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, uh, Ron, Ron brings up the really good point that there is no pill to fix yourself. Right. That it is hard work, and he compliments James. He's like, and James is is putting in this work. Yeah. To help himself. Because, see, I can't do it for him. Right. He's got to do the work. You look so confused at your notes right now. Are you okay? I'm wondering if I was sleeping taking my notes. <laughs> did it get... You did get a little big in your writing there. Big and... A little I'm sideways. Like, what's happening? Um, ship... Ship... Oh, the Shipapo? Shipapo. There we go. Yeah. The Shipapo Willage. I, I wrote Willage. Your Germanic heritage came yeah. out there. No, so Ron Ron kind of bounces out of James's life because um, he's made a land purchase and he's selling off his land and he's he's starting up a bigger clinic and I get it. It's all yeah. part of, it's all part of the business side. Yeah, right. It sucks, but it is what it is. I, at this point, I'm sitting there thinking, man, you could probably buy a nice hunk of property there. Yeah, for pretty. I don't know what the property rates are in Peru. I'm guessing it's probably pretty all right. Yeah. 
Uh, anywho. Yeah. <laughs> so he heads off to the Shipapo village. Also known as a village. Yes. Of Santa Rosa de Dinamarca. And he meets Pepe. Oh, Pepe. Oh, so many hearts around Pepe's name. Yes, yes. Oh, by the way, I it, it was this point in the documentary where we actually get to meet James's ex-girlfriend, Kate, and I put lots and lots of hearts around her. Um, I didn't take any notes on her because... Well, you know, she just, just real quick, she, you know, she talked about how James was before the depression really took hold and like they yeah. were just so cute and adorable and you can tell like she super duper loves him still mm-hmm. <sighs> just get back together that'll be in the sequel yes the yes. next to last shaman <laughs> um yeah so at the shipapo village there are many shamans healing um and um so it kind of falls into the routine there yeah. um which is he ends up being in an isolation area um where it's like just like his own little cabin yeah it's a cabin it's um what they call dieting and it's it's purging and only eating or smoking certain plants yeah. and it's it's only do it's, eat, it's eating fish and some rice and then eating or smoking these certain herbs in a certain order for a certain amount of days yeah, and he spent a hot, hot minute, and that's where he really oh, starts yeah. getting. There, there's a montage that covers this like hundred and yeah fifty days or so that he spends hundred fourteen days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, dieting and purging and like really, really having some experiences, man. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. It was hundred and nineteen days. Um, and as he's going through that, you start, you know, he's talking about some interesting, weird things um, that he's seeing. Um, even Ayahuasca, the goddess herself, talking yeah. to him um, and talking about a rebirth. Um, and so after that 119 days, he ends up getting buried alive, which I have seen this on other uh, documentaries um, I'm, I'm about honestly, like weird touristy crap. I'm honestly surprised uh, David Ferrier hasn't done this for Dark Tourist yet. He did. No, no. Um, Anthony Bourdain. That makes sense. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, love Anthony Bourdain. Maybe Anyways, se- maybe season two for Dark Tourist. Who knows? Yes. Um, David Ferrier, get on it. So after he he goes through this and he's you know he comes back into the actual village part. Um, he finds out that Pepe, his homeboy. His personal healer, like, they're just best buds. He is kicked out. Such fucking... Okay, so... what Guillermo the cult leader came. Literally. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo in an NGO came into the village and was like, we're gonna set up a healing center for the Western tourists. Because the tourists bring all their money, and it's good for people. Right. Which is not wrong. He's not wrong. But, but also, he ain't like, right. why you gotta kick out Pepe? Right. They, like, they gave some bullshit excuse about how he was healing people uh, individually and without license. I'm like, the, how the fuck are you gonna put a license on shamanism? Right. That's how cult leaders work. They kick out the good people who actually care um, and that are doing something good and kind for others. They make them to be the monsters, so you only have the cult leader to worship. Jesus, I didn't even think about Guillermo as a cult leader. There, I wrote it really big. Guillermo, cult oh, leader? shit. He's a cult leader. Yes. Yes. 
unlike Andrew Keegan in that church that I sent you, not a cult. Are you sure? I'll put the I'll put that in the show notes. You, uh, listeners, you can decide for yourself if Andrew Keegan's church is a cult or not. It's not. <laughs> what did I say in that text? They actually put in the commercial asking for money. That's okay. That it is reprogramming. <laughs> reprogramming, Anywho. baby. Uh, but Pepe, <laughs> poor Pepe has to go live in like a big city. Yeah. And it kind of sounds like he just gets into selling ayahuasca on the streets. Kind of like those like other everybody yahoos else. that we saw in Iquitos when we first got down to South America. Like, which then got me thinking like, well, how many of those people were in their village before Dang. the corporations came in and took up, like... The Corporate Cult. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that would be a good name for a documentary, The Corporate Cult. <gasps> oh, yeah. Ooh, like that company that makes... Um, oh, they were just talking about this on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Dildos. Um, no, they make, uh, like, cashier checkout machines. Uh-huh. And cash the, registers? No, 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 no. But oh. like, like kiosks, like oh, the whole oh, kiosk oh, oh, and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. They make that. And this one particular company was offering microchipping for their employees, uh, and that would have your debit card information and your time card and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then you just swipe mm-hmm. to get paid or swipe to buy a candy bar. Yep, that's corporate cult. Yes, it's not um, mandatory, but I mean, like everybody's doing it, man. Yeah, they're they're that might be the same company. It's been about. At least a year or so, they offered that, and I think you yeah. got. They gave you some sort of incentive to do Perk it. Perk or something, yeah. But it's not mandatory. Yeah. It's totally not mandatory. No, thank you. But everybody's doing it. No, thank you. Yeah. Watch ten years from now. Oh, I know. My chip is so sweet. I know. Yeah. It's gonna be ruining tattoos everywhere. So people are gonna have tattoos, and it's gonna cut. No, I can't cut my Vader tattoo. Mm-hmm. No, it'll be down here. You're fine. fine. That's a good point. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) would, I mean, I mean, that's basically the end of the documentary. Like James is better. Yeah. He goes back home. He, he says he's not cured. And you never are. But he has more of a sense of purpose. Um, and knowing that, you know, things are better. Yes. Um, and he's going to keep working on improving that well and what like really warmed my cold dead heart by the end of the end of the documentary was when he he cracked a joke about um even though he went home he was still in the woods and he couldn't get out of the woods and yeah. then he laughed yeah he didn't laugh the whole documentary that's the first time smile you, and like i've realized documentaries are edited they're put together but like so this is the first time you see him really like smile and laugh and like right. you can see the light you can see the life in his eyes again yes yeah yeah, he said um, he hopes to do something um, career-wise that helps other people like him. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. I, I would love to see the incorporation of Western medicine and traditional medicine. Yeah. Like, why not use all of it? Why not exactly. use all of it? It's all, it's, it's, it was there before we have what we have now. And not, I'm sure not all of it works. Not all, no. not all of what we have in Western medicine works. No. But especially when it does come to the mind, which even James's dad, one one of the yeah. psychologists, he, when like James was at a really, really low point, he was asking his colleagues like, what do I do? What do I, this is my yeah. son. What do I do? And they're like, oh, we don't know how the human brain works. Yeah. So why not try some new things? Yeah. Or try some old things, you know? Right. I mean, if 
I don't feel very good. I don't run off to the doctor every time. No. I'll, I'll, vitamin C. I'll try echinacea. I'll try I'll, other things. I'll go for a run and I'll boost my yeah. endorphins that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't run anywhere. That's fine. We'll Unless go. it's to the bathroom. I don't Technically, chocolate releases the same uh, hormones as falling in love. So just eat some chocolate. Do you know how much chocolate I eat? Do you know how loving of a person you are? <laughs> I I am single-handedly keeping Hershey <laughs> in big, big business. Good. Yeah. Good. So uh, how about some free chocolate, Hershey? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're never going to hear this. Nope. <laughs> no. Um, I would recommend watching this documentary. Yeah. Uh, your fun fact for the credits, Leonardo DiCaprio was one of the producers. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, don't, I don't read credits. I know. Oh, and so uh, watching the, the opening credits, mm-hmm. I uh, very, very meanly thought to myself that um, there's no way a documentary with this many production companies on the title cards could be any good. <gasps> there was like 27 of them. It's a pretty good documentary. Yeah, it's a good documentary. Yeah, it's not. It's not like Evil Genius or The Staircase. No, 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 no. no. But it's very good. It's it's short, sweet, to the point. It gives you um, a peek into the world of ayahuasca, um, which it, I never would have had otherwise. Yeah, it gives you a peek into the world of depression. Yeah, um, and 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 just just that it was good to see at the end that. Of course, he wasn't skipping and, you know, throwing confetti in the air. But that, like, okay. But so, that, that, he's, that he's there and he's trying and he's pushing and that, it helped. That idea that... Oh, Gary. Uh, the idea that life needs to be happy all the time. Yeah. I want us to get away from that idea. And I don't know if you've seen the Lego movie, the new Lego movie that just came out. Yep. Um, it's one of the lessons in that movie of, like, everything's not awesome all the time. Yeah. And it's unrealistic for it to be that way. Right. But when it's not awesome, it's not the end. Right. Like, it doesn't mean quit. Correct. It just means it's not awesome right now, but that's okay. Right. Right. Yeah. By the way. Yes. Fun fact. I went to that Lego movie Friday. Okay. Had an interesting time. Is that something we need to talk about off mic? Nope. Okay. We can talk about it now. Okay. Because. We're fine. Uh, so, you know, first we, we, we go to the movie and we're there a little bit early. So I let the kids do the little sure. crappy arcade. Um, and it took a bunch of my tokens. So I had to go up to the manager, get some of those back. I'm okay. Like, okay. So then we finally go into the theater, go and sit down, <laughs> and I start leaning my chair back, and my chair all of a sudden goes sideways and drops all the way back. I know which the I know I know exactly which theater you're sitting in too. E six. Okay. Um. So I'm like, well, that's fun, and I try and like sit it back up. No. Now the controls don't work. Yes. Cool. 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 Yep. Not a big deal. Still got a little time before the movie. Okay. Like, everything really starts. Go back out there. Hey, so my seat's broke. Cool. We'll come right in. So the 12-year-old comes in to help me. <laughs> um, surprising. He can't fix it. Weird. 
he's like, um, we're going to try and do a seat swap before the movie starts. Okay. I'm like, okay. And then he goes, just sit right here. So we, you know, we're second row down, basically all right in the middle. All four of us are, you know, right in the middle. Sure. So, and my seat was second seat in. So now I'm all the way on the opposite side. And now my daughter's sitting all by herself. That's fine. That's fine. And then there's two other people. So Uh I'm like, hey, so can my daughter come sit over here next to me too? And he goes, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. So we get all set up, cozy, eating our popcorn. A lady comes in with her son and she goes, that's my seat. Got me because it is assigned seating. I get it. And I was like, oh, uh, well, there's, um, there's a manager doing a my, seat swap. Yeah, my um, seat is broken and they told us to come sit here. I don't care. That's my seat. Like screaming. I was like, you don't have to be a bitch. I'll go talk to them. I'm not being a bitch. Yes, you are. Holy shit. You need to stop. And she was like, Bleh. you know, and I'm like walking away. I'm like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Walk back out there. Like, I'm like shaking. I'm like, go get the 12 year old. <sighs> the 12 year old manager. Up to the manager again. I'm like, hey man, so I am not having a good time. Yeah. In this supposed to be fun time, I had to deal with a psychopath screaming at me and I screamed right back at her. And, you know, so it was like this whole big thing. So it ended up either I was going to have to sit next to her with my daughter on my lap. Right? Hot mess now. No. Or I put my kid in the broken seat and I sit into her, her original seat. So that's why I Which ended is still up choosing. next to the crazy lady, right? No. It's okay. on the opposite end. Okay. So after the movie's over, I go up there. Different 12-year-old manager. Um, so I explain the stuff and I see the chick walking towards me. And I was like, please please let's do this. I am amped. I am ready to go. Just what I want to do on a Friday night. <laughs> I'm like waiting. And the girls are staring at her the whole time. They know. Yeah. They know. She doesn't say anything. So I'm like, cool. I get all our movie tickets back. Yes. Bonus. Good. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool. Sounds good. Let's go. All the way home. My girls are like amped up for me. And they're all like, that lady was rude and this and that, like just like going go. on and on. And they'd get me and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's right, be cool. Okay. We're going to Elsa. We're going to let it go. Look to my right. She's in the car next to us. Oh, I was like, oh, no. please see me. Please see me. I'm like begging. Like, she doesn't. We go home. I go home unfulfilled. I'm dreaming of a wonderful fist fight at a Lego movie for my children. Like, nothing happens. You know what's great, though? Is that for the, like, next two weeks worth of showers, you can have that argument (laughs) while you're washing your hair. Yes. And you'll win. Yes. You will win that argument every time. Now, I will say, I, (laughs) I, I, I got us all tickets to go see Mary Poppins opening weekend. Okay. And here I am thinking I got six seats for the top row. Okay. I go up. There's people up there. I'm like, excuse me. Hey, I think you're sitting in our seats. Right. You know, like the polite way of doing that. Yeah. And they're like, no, these are ours. And I'm like, no. Yes, they are. Yes, Very they are. sorry to bother Enjoy you. Enjoy the movie. Have I go, 
to the front row. Mm. I, I want to see Mary Poppins again because it ruined the experience. That's fine. And that's it. Yeah. Um. So ayahuasca sounds fun, sort yeah. of, no. but also terrifying. Yes. Uh, depression sucks. You should definitely watch The Last Shaman. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, basically, ayahuasca, from what I understand, is basically releasing the same kind of stuff that DMT would do. Yes. I am down to try a DMT substance okay. in a safe, happy setting with approval and medical and like like in the next like room nine one one right dialed there, but yeah. not hit dial yeah yeah I mean just a safe space where someone can be like hey you're cool right don't jump out that window that's not actually a god that you're talking <sighs> yes. to it's the lamp yes I am a medical fine. doctor your heart is not coming out of your chest you're fine what if I just tell you that I'm a medical doctor yeah while you're on DMT <laughs> have you ever seen DMT, the spirit molecule? No. Hosted. You haven't seen it? No. You know I'm a drug baby. You know I don't know any of this stuff. It was on Netflix. Okay. It's with, um, Seth, no, Rogan. Joe Rogan. I almost said Seth Rogan. Joe Rogan. No, Mm. no, no, no. It's okay. Okay. Safe space. Mm. It is. Okay. It's not like he's on his podcast just talking shit. Okay. He's hosting a documentary. So somebody has fed him words to say. Yes. Okay, fine. Okay, go ahead. But that's a good way to hear about that shit. Okay. Um, And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, again, I want to try these different experiences. Yeah. But I also want to have, like... A small group of friends around me, yes. maybe one who's not tripping balls, that can again, yes, just remind me that I'm talking to a lamp and it's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. You missed it. You were supposed to do it when you were a kid. I know, but I was in the <laughs> army. I couldn't. <laughs> you were supposed to do it when you were 17 with I your know. 17 year old, or I'm sorry, with your 20 year old boyfriend. What? What? Sorry. Mm. What? what? Is that not normal? No, boys didn't like me when I was 17. It's fine. Um, so, <laughs> I would say go be friends with us on the internet, but we're not really doing a lot on the internet anymore, so. No, but funny story. We decided not to, and then we got that retweet. And then our internet popped off for like two like, seconds. Dang it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but if you have seen a documentary that yeah. you like, um, email us what's in the queue at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, I will leave you with a recommendation to watch Hellier on Amazon Prime. It's got Dana and Greg Newkirk, and they're the ones that run the traveling paranormal mystical museum thing where they just bring haunted items around to conventions and stuff like that. They're delightful huh? people. Yes, they're great. Are they going to be at the thing that I want to go to? I don't know. Next? Is it next month? The oddities and curiosities? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to look. Um, But they're delightful people. I would recommend watching Hellier. Um, It's a very fun documentary about maybe aliens, maybe interdimensional uh, travel, maybe just, uh, you know, the collective consciousness uh, coming together as one. I don't know. Is this a one thing documentary? No, it's a series. It's only five episodes. And I watched it one Saturday when we worked. I do recommend it. I do recommend it. Very nice. That's me continuing to make this podcast a paranormal podcast. 
what's that? <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Um, we'll be back later. Maybe. Sort of. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.